This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. This is the B-Sotted Pride of West London podcast, a hastily arranged emergency pod that comes to you after the news that Ivan Tony has been banned for eight months for betting breaches. It's news that we as Bees fans have feared for months now. The FA have finally reached a verdict on the betting allegations and Ivan Tony has been suspended from all football-related activity for eight months for breaches of football association betting rules. The suspension will start with immediate effects. So although he missed the weekend game in West Ham with a supposed hamstring injury, he will certainly miss Brentford's final two at Tottenham on Saturday and at home to Man City on the final day of the season. The ban, if not reduced as part of any appeal, will last until January the 16th, 2024. And Tony has also been fined £50,000 after he admitted to the alleged breaches. He was charged with 262 breaches of FA Rule E8 between February the 25th, 2017 and January the 23rd, 2021. Tony will not be allowed to train with Brentford teammates until September the 17th, 2023. So yeah, joining me tonight is Ali Malali, who's in the besotted bunker with me, Dave Lane. Um, Ali, it's it's news that we've all expected and prepared for. It's it's a cloud that's hung over us all season. Um, has this still come as a bit of a surprise to you, though? Uh, no, not not really. Um, I, on a good day, I thought it might be a five to six month ban. It may yet be that um, after appeal because we've seen Joe Barton had his appeal reduced, his uh, sentence reduced, as did uh, Kieran Trippier on appeal. Um, on a bad day, I thought it could have been a, over a year. So, you know, it falls somewhere in between. Yeah, we knew we knew it was coming, wasn't it? So it's not really. We can't really say it's a shock. Um, you, you're still disappointed. You still think that there might have been some reason why, and it, it might not have been as bad as we feared. But yeah, I mean, if you're honest, I think we all knew it was coming. So, you know, not yeah, surprised. Uh- 
Not surprised, no. It's just obviously, you know, it, it's dragged on for such a long time that we weren't actually ever quite sure when the when the news or when the bomb was going to drop. It did feel and, like it was never going to happen, didn't it? Yeah, I mean, and, and a lot of us, you know, we talked we talked about it and on podcasts and we talked about it privately in the pub that, you know, we, we assume that it may happen at the end of the season where, you know, all the relegations and promotion issues were all done and dusted and, you know, you can look at it with, you know, with, with a bit more clarity perhaps and not have other other clubs kind of saying oh he shouldn't have been playing and um you know his goals have kept us up and, and all of that and you look you look on twitter at the moment there's a lot of a lot of fans of other clubs saying you know um brentford should have stopped him playing a long time ago which is just absolute hogwash because you know there's absolutely no way until the authority um you know meet out the punishment the, the club assume is innocent and you know that's that's the way any club would have dealt with this situation and uh you know if gareth southgate picks him for the england team with all this going on then you know that kind of underlines that brentford football club um have done nothing wrong which is kind of my starting point on this it affects three key parties hugely here the club the player and obviously us as fans Ali, where, where where does this leave the club? Because the club are pretty innocent in all of this. Yeah, I mean, especially as most of the breaches were before Ivan was even at the club. Um, I think from, in some ways, it probably doesn't leave us in a different position to where we were likely to have been. Because I think if this hadn't happened, the likelihood is, I think Ivan's got two years currently left on his contract. The likelihood is he would have got been sold in the summer. So we would, in all likelihood, have been starting next season without him. So from that point of view, probably the way the club's been planning for the last couple of years, nothing's really changed. What has changed is we are unlikely to get now peak value for him when he does. Sell. I mean, and it may well happen that we sell him in January. In the he's back for the, you know, he's allowed to play from the January transfer window may well be that we end up selling in January. It may well be that we have anyway seen the last of Ivan in a Brentford shirt, may not. But so we have probably less money than we thought we were going to have to spend on a replacement. There's also going to be the issue that clubs are going to look at if Brentford are coming in for a striker, oh, well, they're desperate, they'll pay. They immediately inflate the price, doesn't it? Because Brentford are in inverted commas. We know this isn't true, but from the outside, Brentford are desperate. Um, so it inflates the value. So I think in terms of how we were planning for a post-Ivan Brentford, we were probably planning for a post-Ivan Brentford from next season anyway. But it, it's just how not having the income that we thought we would have from a post-Ivan Brentford is going to affect planning for next season and the future. And it, and it really is a, a big punishment for, for Brentford, you know, potentially, yeah. you know, he, he, you know, his valuation fluctuates wildly. Currently got a besotted poll up that's asking whether he's worth, you know, 10 to 20, 20 to 30, 30 to 40 or 50 million plus. Most people, even with this news, think he's worth 50 million pound plus, which I, I still think is realistic. But, you know, whether this, you know, if this hadn't happened, you could be 
could be nudging sort of 60s and 70s but that that could still happen anyway but you know it's just it's it's, it's tar- certainly tarnished his, his immediate reputation although it, it it won't affect a potential buyer one little jot as soon as he becomes available again his goal scoring record in the top flight now speaks for himself um and him having been picked for England certainly adds to um, his valuation. It's, just, it's, it's clear. Um, we brought in Kevin Sharda um, in the last transfer window. That they must have had one eye on on that signing as being, you know, looking 100%, at hundred percent, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, um, and it, there there is an argument. Having we, we we've all seen us play without Ivan this season. You know, and we've had some very good results uh, away to Forest, which we probably should have won. You know, we thumped Liverpool at home last again this weekend. We beat West Ham, and you know we have shown that we can play and win without him. Um, and you know, Shard is very much a, a, an uncut diamond at the moment. But you know, with a full pre-season behind him, and hopefully he will get a goal before the end of the season because I think that's that's pretty crucial to his development that he gets that first goal. And I think that will really help him to push on. So. And I'm sure the club have got their eye on potentially other other players to come in. We we know how well they plan. We know what Phil does. Um, so, yeah, I think we've I think we've had one eye on this. We've had a long time to think about it, a long time to put plans in place, and sort of like Brentford aren't going to be caught on the back foot by this. No, they they would have had a succession plan with or yeah. without this anyway. Yeah. And you know, Ivan Ivan was obviously going to move on at some stage, regardless of any of this. So they were mm. always looking out for a replacement. Just one so, thing more, I would really mm. really hope that the club, having backed him and stuck by him, and you never know with Ivan. I would hope that he does the decent thing and signs some sort of contract extension so the, it's, the club can still maximise his value. I, I don't mind. I personally wouldn't mind if there's some sort of um, get-out clause. You know, if somebody comes in for you with champion, with European football or willing to pay X amount, we will let you go. But I would hope that, yeah, I would hope that, that, he, that, that the club will offer that and I would hope that he would he, he knows that he owes the club something and signs it yeah I mean I, I, I was going to come at that angle from the fans perspective as well I mean I, 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 I agree um, you know it would only seem the right thing to do to extend your contract by the amount of the ban and um, they, that, that that would be the gentlemanly thing to do mm. whether it's the Ivan's only thing to do exactly no, I don't know Ivan seems to do what Ivan seems to do but maybe um, Ivan will learn that he maybe Ivan's lesson from this and for a character like Ivan, the lesson is you can't always do what you want to do. And it's, it's, I think it's a, a harsh lesson for him. And I think it's a big lesson for him. And I think we're, I'm moving on to your next section, Dave. I'm sorry. Yeah, well, that's my next <laughs> I question. I think you become yeah, a where, better character for it. Where, where does it leave the player? Uh, that was my next question. So we've asked, you know, where does it leave the club? Where does it leave the player? From, from a personal perspective, I think it's a massive embarrassment. Um, I, I think he's let, um, let us down. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he should have fessed up to this, you know, when he joined. Not that anyone really ever does that, but you know, in hindsight, etc. Um, whether there's um, a betting addiction issue, it hasn't been mentioned. No one's mentioned that at all. Not including the player, not including the club. So I assume there isn't one. Um, I, Ivan has had, you know, an opportunity today. Um, he's he's made um, a Twitter statement, an Instagram statement. Um, it doesn't mention anything about addictions or a problem, so let's assume that it's just recreational gambling. 
um, and like something that everyone does and probably every professional player still does. Well, not every, there must be a sizable amount that do this. Uh, 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 Um, This isn't an isolated incident and this isn't, you know, just a one-off. And I I think perhaps there should be an amnesty now where um, other pros can come forward and, and completely just clear their history of any betting um, let's get the game clean. Let's get the shirt, the betting off the shirt sponsorships. Let's get the betting off of um, anything related to the game. Let's clean up all of that because if it's bet, if it's wrong to bet as a player, it's surely the hypocrisy is it's it's wrong to take betting money um, and from 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 the betting industry as a, as an industry. Um, so, but Ivan is very he's a very resilient um, character. He seems to not be affected by a lot of things. He's been bombarded with racist abuse all year. He's been um, he's had this hanging over him, um, and he's still he's still um, bang the goals in every week. Will he be affected by this, Ali? I think it will be. I think. I mean, I I have. This is just looking from the outside. I have no personal knowledge of Ivan Tony. I've never met Ivan Tony. Um, I, I certainly don't know him in a private capacity. But he strikes me as somebody that thinks that he is almost, and, and part of what makes him such a good player is that he does strike me as somebody who, who until now has probably thought he's invincible and probably didn't think that this, quite possibly didn't think that this was going to happen or that the ban wasn't going to be this long. And I think it's probably going to force him to have a quite a long, hard look at himself, I think. And I think for somebody with that sort of, and there's nothing wrong with arrogance in the, in, in the right circumstances. There's nothing wrong with having a swagger. And like I said, it, a lot of it is uh, self-confidence. Uh, a lot of it is what makes him the great player he is. But I think this might, for somebody of his character, a harsh lesson like this might will probably, I would think, I would hope that he will feel after this that he is a better person for it and probably a, maybe not a stronger person because he's I think he's very strong mentally only, but, but I think he will feel hopefully he will feel that he's a better person and he becomes a better person for it having learned a very harsh lesson and I think we all sit here and we all forget that at 27 he is still a very young man <laughs> you know most of us are making mistakes all the way through our 20s. Oh, young man. Yeah. Well, yeah, but we are. Most, I think we forget how young footballers are, a lot of us. Yeah. And, you know, especially those of us who are older, we forget how young they are. And we, you know, if we look back on what we were doing in our 20s, we all made mistakes, some of them big mistakes. And we don't have to deal with it in the glare of being, a, you know, a, a Premier League footballer. So, and we become, that's how you learn. You become better, you know, you become a better person through your mistakes. And I would hope that he will become a better person from that. And I, I think he's, I think by the end of it, he, I hope he will be. I, I, I really, I think it'll be good. I think in some ways, in a, in a strange way, it will be good for him to have to go through this. Yeah. I, I, I think I, it'll I, make so, him a bit more humble. Um, well, po- possibly, humble. possibly. We'll see. I mean, you know, it, it, we'll see. I, I mean, it, whether he likes it or not, it's, it's scarred his legacy. You know, when yeah. it, when, whenever he looks on Wikipedia in the, in the future, it's, it's going to be there. Yeah. Um, Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. 
there's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Something that's not just a, you know, um, an allegation. It's a, it's a, it's a proven fact now, and we'll see, we'll see what the, um, the, 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 the details of, of, the, of the findings. They've, they've not been published as yet. Um, the, the, the kind of the, the, the meat on the bone um, of, of why they got to eight months. Um, there still doesn't seem to be any any hint or any suggestion that there was anything kind of malicious in this, that he was betting on his team to lose or there was any kind of like really sinister stuff going on. Um, I'm sure the ban would have been um, of a different magnitude if, if that were the case. Um, so again, let's just, we, we can only go on what's been announced. It's only, re, you know, re, no, common or garden recreational punting so um but yeah but he he will always be um chanted at um now mm. wherever he goes it will be you know all about the money and you know um what are the odds Ivan Tony and all that kind of all the all the all the yawn yawn fest of, of the gags that we've seen so uh, it's it's is is going to be a bit of a he's going to be the butt of jokes for 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 the first for this fourth year while but i think i think that he can probably look at Kieran Trippier from that point of view. Look at Kieran Trippier and see how Trippier has managed to move, has moved on from, you know, his allegations and and what he did. And there is life after this for Ivan. My fear would be that his England career may be over before it even started because at 28, you know, Harry Kane's still around. Is he going to get another chance? You know, is Ollie, Ollie Watkins and and whoever going to get back in ahead of him. Yeah, you know, I think this might, he might, his personal, biggest personal regret might be that this scuppers his England career before it's even started. Um, so I think for him as the player, I think that's going to be the hardest part. I still think he'll eventually get a move to, to a inverted commas, big club. I think that will still happen, but I think it might be for his England career, it might just have, stop it at the wrong time because there's so many other young upcoming centre forwards at the moment who if they get their foot in the door if Ollie gets his foot back in the door does well he's going to be you know he's going to be there ahead of Ivan so not that I'm, you know I'd love to see Ollie in the England squad as well um, so I, I think as a player that will be I think that will be the biggest hit for him probably so last question for tonight where does it leave us as fans? Because um, it's, it's it's been a situation that we've supported him all the way through the, the season. Um, we've we've given him the benefit of the doubt of innocent until proven guilty, um, and we've sung his name and we've kind of we've you know fought his corner um, when when people have come onto social media and and kind of uh, chucked brickbacks at him and. Do you feel do you feel let down as a fan now? Yeah, 
Oh yeah, I, of course I'm, I'm. I'm incredibly disappointed and incredibly let down because he's he's not just let himself down. He's let the club down. He's let the fans down. Um, we're just almost unlucky from the point of view that he was playing for us when he got caught. Um, he, you know, but it's yeah. He's he's let the whole club down. He's let the fan base down. But that said, you know, as I said, people do make mistakes, and I think that we also have to have to back him when he when he comes back assuming he does come back to play for us and he doesn't get sold in that January transfer window because I, I mean what else can we do at this point we can't just throw him on the scrap heap you know I think most these most you know normal people normal decent people believe in rehabilitation and believe that you know if you make a mistake that's it you're not just thrown on the scrap heap I mean god almighty you know Every footballer who ever made a mistake was thrown on the scrap heap. There are footballers who have done far worse things so than Ivan Tony and being rehabilitated. But I, yeah, I, I 100% feel let down, disappointed, quite angry, uh, really, that it's happened. But I think we, we also have to move on from that. And we have to back the players uh, who will be playing for us until January, 100%, get right behind them, which, of course, we will. Um, and, you know, we've been in this situation before when players that we, well, not so much us, but maybe other people felt were indispensable, have moved on, you know, life after Scott Hogan, life after Neil Malpe, life after Ollie Watkins, life after Saeed Benrahma. Let's not forget, we were guaranteed to go down without Christian Eriksen. So, you know, uh, yeah, I, I think we'll be fine. I, I don't think there's any need to panic. But yeah, I think we have every right to feel disappointed and, and, how, and angry. How about how about the frustration of the of the the process? Is this something? Do, do you feel like this this should have been sorted out earlier, um, or do you feel like the timing's right for Brentford now, or do you feel that we've been disproportionately punished for for um, offences that happened before his time um, with with the club? You know, he, 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 the the offences. Uh, ended in on January the twenty third, twenty twenty one. This is you know this is more than two years ago that he he stopped he stopped. Yeah, this. I mean mo- most of most of the offences were before he even played for us, so um, it does feel disproportionately unfair on us. Um, but should the, what I'm saying, I, I don't know the what fine, the Premier League can do. What can they yeah, do? Yeah, but should the fine the, 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 should the fine be bigger? And the and the, the the fine to the player should be bigger, and you know, and and the uh, suspension to us should be sh- shorter. You know, maybe that's been taken into consideration already. I, I don't know. 50, it, I think I think it's really difficult. Let's let's let's, let's, let's not let's not be. Fifty thousand know, is nothing, nothing to him. Nothing to him. No. It's not even. It can't it's be. Not even a week's wages. wages. Is it? It's probably not, not a week's no. wages. No. Um, no. So the, I mean, the the fine is. Yeah, we are being disproportionately, um, you know, punished as he wasn't our player for the majority of that time. But like I said, I'm not entirely sure how the Premier League punished the player without punishing the club. I think that's a bit of a catch-22 for them. I think from the point of view, it's probably happened at the best time it could happen because, you know, we've only got two more games. We've had him for nearly all of this season. We've only got two more games. He serves a reasonable amount of that ban over the summer. He can come back to training within a month of the season starting. Um, we either get him for the rest of the season from January or we can sell him for a lot of money in the January transfer window. So I think I think 
it would if it had been done quickly i think it could have been worse because i think we might well have been scrambling around to find somebody to sort ourselves out more than we are now i think we've had time to work out what we're going to do um but yeah i mean there's no perfect timing is it and there's, there's nothing no. no perfect way for brentford no and we're certainly not sitting there laughing about it going, oh well, well you know we're we're safe you know it, it not at all no 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 but there, that, i wasn't saying that was your point but there, there was there's certainly that insinuation going around on social media that oh brentford football club you know that they're laughing no we're not you know, no, it, 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 it's, if it didn't impact us as much as it could have done this year, it's certainly going to impact us next yeah. year. And it's going to cost us financially. It's going to cost us in a, in a, in a, in a plethora of ways. Look, so tonight was all about getting reaction from 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 Besotted straight away. We've had some really good feedback um, from from fans on, on, on Twitter. Let's read let's read a few of those out. Um, Mark Bonner um, on Besotted Twitter tonight at Besotted. Um, his reaction to the news is about what I expected. Hopefully the club finds grounds for appeal and it gets reduced. I do feel some anger towards Barry Fry. I'd like to know if Peterborough are subject to the legal reduction in their sell-ons and if they did any rehab training for the rule-breaking ten his rule-breaking tenure there. Well, that's a good question actually about the sell-on mm. fees. Yeah. Um, I've, I, actually, there's one here that I spotted from um, from our, our our friend, the Liberal Nick Carthew, friend of friend of the po- podcast, and uh, he says, I "Haven't seen all the details, but during the ban, why don't the FA get Ivan to go and talk with young footballers <clears throat> and others about needing to ensure they understand the responsibilities of being professional footballers? Ex offenders are good role models for this. That's a, that's that's a good point. I mean, my concern." slight concern with ban from all footballing relating activity is what is he going to do yeah exactly uh, one from jane james mcgeehan here we knew it was all we knew it was coming um and likely means he stays with us for another year still hate the fact he gets punished for it when he has been a walking advert for gambling for years and, and um to the benefit of the fa um, um ibs here um from fulham weirdly um obsessively <laughs> your club should be embarrassed he's a disgrace as a footballer has humili- humiliate humiliated your club for more than one occasion now and now this what a joke i wonder where you'd be without him 16th or 17th question uh, well at least he hasn't resorted to pushing referees um mm. there's one here from um sarah todd and this is a good one as well uh, about what was expected he needs to own his punishment as he is aware it's against the rules. Unfortunate for us as a club, as the offence was not mostly at the club. The club and fans also have to bear the consequences through no faults of their own. Hopefully he'll learn from it. Luis Adriano, I still don't know the detail of what he can what he actually did. Um, if he bet on anything he can influence the outcome of, it's deserved. Um, if he just bet on outcomes he can't impact, there should be no ban whatsoever. Uh, Simon Sapper, how can it be? And this is a very good point that a lot of a lot has been raised a lot on Twitter. That I've seen Dan Walker tweet about it this evening as well. Um, how can it be right for Ivan to be clobbered when when football is drowning in gambling money? That's a very good point. Yeah, um, Stuart Keane, gutted for the player and the club. 
expect Sharday to fill the role in Tony's absence. He's been great so far, but the raw talent is there and the summer pre-season with us will see improvements. I think the groundsman may need to overwater the pitch at the start of the new season. And Ernie, here's one, <laughs> another, another of the obsessed Fulham Brigade. Marco Silva is magic, says, I think it's brilliant news personally. There's nothing um, but if not, if not predictable. Yeah. Rory Brown, not the end of the world. Players can easily get injured and miss half the season, like KLP. The club will already have plans in place and his value will only go up. Beast mode activated January the 24th and push up his value even further for the summer transfer window at the end of that year. And what Paul says, this is a good one as well, if he's guilty, he's guilty. Not arguing about that, but surely the ban that directly affects Brentford should be equal to the amount of bets placed as a percentage whilst at, at, whilst a Brentford player. Upping the fine to coincide with this would be a fairer punishment on the individual and not the club. And Mac at BFC here, while gutted he won't be playing, I'm sure the club will have been planning for this and will do what is required to keep us competitive. Need to see the written reasoning to fully understand the length of the ban. Might struggle a little against Man City without him, though. We'll still see. We shall see. <laughs> uh, um, B on the Wall says, we need to protect young lads like Ivan. When in his industry, betting is plastered and advertised on leagues, shirts and stadiums. More needs to be done as these are young boys and girls from the ages of 14 and even younger that are in football. This is what needs to be made an example of. Let's all get behind Ivan in these months, as I'm sure we all will. He is our man, our number 17. Um, I'll leave that there for the comments tonight. I'll read some more out. We're going to do another besotted podcast, the main weekly podcast with Billy tomorrow, when we look back at the um, West Ham win, look forward to Tottenham um, at the weekend and all the other news but obviously you know we'll talk more about the Ivan Tony news um, you know it gives us a little more, bit more time to assess the impact and the reactions um, and just how it affects us all so thanks very much for joining us in the Basotti bunker tonight Ali um, it was a good Cobra meeting <laughs> very good Cobra meeting appreciate your input and everyone get onto Besotted Twitter now and um, and you know add your add your thoughts and your opinions and um, as as we all we can do now is get behind the bees on uh, on Saturday at Tottenham and let's hope we can survive without Ivan Tony we certainly will. Right, come on you bees. Come on you bees. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 
This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.